Hello, everyone, and happy Eurovision week. This is our preview episode of Star Spangled Eurovision. My name is Max, and I'm here with my incredible co-hosts, Alex and Bart. Hi, everyone. Great to be here with you for the last episode before the episode. Hello. (laughs) Bart's a little hungover. (laughs) Yeah, that is how I I feel very game over at the moment. (laughs) My, like, hose has been unplugged from my back. Yes. Uh, It's been a long season, so... I'm feeling a little tired myself, but maybe not from the same reasons that you are. <laughs> I definitely feel like the opposite. Like, I always feel like the the week leading up or like two weeks leading up to it, like when we get into May, that's when I'm like, the, that's the only music I'll listen to. Like, I'm just like completely vibing and in the zone and like ready for it. Um, but... I also recognize that you do the the grunt work leading up to this moment, so I I'm, I don't hold it against you. I mean, the last couple of weeks have been spent uh, watching rehearsal footage instead of working and just being on Twitter the whole time instead of doing my real job. So, you know, I'm getting into the spirit of it for sure. Some of us do have to work even when we're hungover. So thanks so much, Max, for share, for sharing that with us today. <laughs> R.I.P. to you, Bart. So salty. This hungover man is so salty today. <laughs> I'm not even hungover. I'm just tired. Well, hopefully uh, this episode will energize you a little bit as we give our uh, predictions for this year's Eurovision. So we're going to start with going through the semis and giving our predictions on who's going to make it through, who's not going to make it through, who might make it through, uh, and then also talk about the grand final and our expectations for that. You know, whether or not Sweden is really going to take it home or if there's a dark horse waiting in the wings uh, to take the crown. And finally, we will reveal the results of our Star Spangled jury. So first of all, thank you all for submitting your votes and sending us your top tens. We're excited to reveal who the winner is. But that, as I mentioned, will be at the end of the episode. Let us start with semifinal number one. So just to review... The running order for semi one is going to be Norway, Malta, Serbia, Latvia, Portugal, Ireland, Croatia, Switzerland, Israel, Moldova, Sweden, Azerbaijan, the Czech Republic, Netherlands, and closing out will be Finland. So who do you guys think are for sure going to make it through? So I think that Norway is 100% going to pull through. I also uh, think that Croatia... I think it's going to make it through just because it's interesting and new. Sweden, obviously. Finland will. Czechia. And then um, I think Israel, maybe. And then kind of like dark horses could be Azerbaijan um, or Ireland or Latvia, just to start us off. (laughs) Yeah, I fully agree with that. I think, like you said, Norway, Croatia, Moldova, Sweden... Czechia and Finland are, I think, going to sail through. I think my, yeah, my kind of maybes are going to be Serbia, most likely, but there there is a world where it doesn't go through, I think. Uh, Portugal's kind of right on the cusp there. Switzerland, based on the rehearsal footage, looks really promising, but also I guess we can't really know 
Netherlands also has a good shot, I think, but maybe, you know, it's kind of iffy. Israel, I actually have no idea. I can't really predict that one at all. <laughs> so based on like what we've seen of the rehearsal footage, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. And if it's in the middle, I think that, um, which it looks like it is, it's, it's, I think that it probably is going to make it through just because also they're like not swimming in, in pop ballads this round. So I think that it's going to be like very memorable because this is really kind of the more like all rock, like have a band kind of group. Yeah. I mean, I think this one's hard in my mind because I really feel like there's like 11 songs that really deserve to go through and like one isn't going to go through. I mean, I think Finland, Sweden, Norway are all like the locks. And I would have probably put Moldova in that too. Um, I feel like if one was to really shock not go through, I would agree with Max on Israel. I don't know. I feel like I personally was really underwhelmed by the staging of Czechia. I just like, I feel like it was so colorful in the past and like, it just looks, it looks like a lot more sterile than I would want it to look. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I just like, I just, I just wasn't feeling the rehearsal footage. I think that there's still like enough behind it that it will go through, but I think that one was just one that wasn't elevated by the staging. Like it's very like pink and black and white. And I feel like what I loved about it before was how like colorful and like how interesting it was and like separating out like all the different like female voices. And then they're all in like matching outfits. And I was like, wait, I feel like that's not, that like wasn't the point of this. I think my big disagreement with you, Max, is like I think I could see Croatia shock not qualifying. And really? just people and just people not getting it. And there being so many other weird entries and that it just like somehow not going through. I think that Netherlands is gonna make it. And I think that like Croatia or Switzerland will like give up their space for Netherlands. I'm just not and then which are like the two most different ones. I think it'll be one of those. But yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I could see people just being like, nope, to Croatia. I think there's going to be a contingent that's going to be nope. And then there's going to be a big contingent that's going to be absolutely yes. And so in a televote only semi, like, I feel like there's, it's going to be divisive, but there's going to be enough, like, I think hard support for it that it could probably go through. But I can see it. There is a universe where it's a shock. NQ for sure. I'm just wondering about the demographics of like the Tuesday night semifinal. If like there's going to be enough to support that many like strange entries. And I think that like Finland and Serbia are going to get that. And that's therefore I could just see Croatia slipping and having things go towards more of like the cute, sweet traditional ballad of like Netherlands and Switzerland for that reason. But okay. What do I know? I hear you. That's my that's my argumentation. Do we have thoughts on who absolutely is not going through? If we say that, they're going to go through. <laughs> Support your fave, then. <laughs> I would love to say I think Malta will go through, but I think Malta feels a lot like Latvia to me last year, and that I think it'll mm-hmm. like end up not doing well. I mean, I'd be shocked if Azerbaijan or Ireland went through. And I still have no idea what song Latvia is this year, but. So, okay. So that's actually one of those songs that's like really grown on me. Um, I like really love this song. Latvia is really big in the fandom. Like people really, really like that song. I'm just, I'm concerned that that's not going to be like a wider, (laughs) 
uh, opinion uh, for the televote. So I don't know. I think the staging is going to be interesting, but I think between Serbia and Portugal, like I, I just don't see it's really standing out. And the kind of the same I, for Malta. Well, I don't or, think that it's similar to those. In fact, I think that it would stand a better chance than Portugal. I, I don't know. I mean, it's also just like my taste. Like I, I, I really like that song and having heard it multiple times. I just think that it's done really well. Yeah, not that it's similar to either of them, but I think it's um, maybe less impactful. But their staging looks really good, so I, it, you know, it could work. Um, my hopes are not high, but you know, hopeful for them. I think Malta, yeah, unfortunately, between Norway and Serbia in the slot of death, like poor, poor Malta. I really hope they go through. They are a band, or they're a song I really like this year and their staging is going to be fun and kind of quirky but again my hopes are not high yeah and I agree Ireland and Azerbaijan are out there's just no way I don't know there could be a way there, there could be I mean yeah nothing is set in stone we never really know about uh we never really know what's going to happen all right any other predictions for semifinal one any other thoughts on some of these stagings. Anything? I mean, my only thought is the fact that like Finland is ending like the semifinal. Like if we were there, we would be so fucking amped oh, yeah. <laughs> going into the oh, yeah. after that. Like that is a phenomenal way to end it. Agreed. It's such a good closer. And unfortunately I think kind of will take the, um, air out of <laughs> a bunch of other acts potentially to in a Telva only semi. Like I think everyone's going to see that close and just be like, yep, that one. <laughs> Forget about everything else. Speaking of fantastic closers, do we want to talk about just mind blowing openers? Like the magic that Denmark is going to bring <laughs> to semi. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about Semi 2. So, as Alex just mentioned, Denmark will be opening Semi 2, followed by Armenia, Romania, Estonia, Belgium, Cyprus, Iceland, Greece, Poland, Slovenia, Georgia, San Marino, Austria, Albania, Lithuania, and Australia. Closing out the show. Any thoughts on definite qualifiers or definite not qualifiers? Denmark will not qualify. Um, yeah, I may. I, I joke around that I want it. It's not going to qualify. Uh, I also don't think that Cyprus is going to qualify. I don't think Georgia will or San Marino. Like, those are the ones where I'm like kind of, oh, I don't think Albania will either. I, this one is just like a weaker. I'm like, I don't know who will and who won't, you know, like. The other one, I'm like, oh, everyone should should be in it. And in this one, I'm like, oh, couldn't some of those other countries be in this one? Because it would, like, be easier. Uh, the ones that, like, I, I think are great here is, like, Austria is definitely going to go through. I think Australia is going to go through. I'd be really surprised if Armenia didn't go through. And Slovenia, Poland. Yeah, those are kind of, like, my hot takes off the off the top of my head. I fully disagree with you about Cyprus. I think they're going to breeze through, if only because both Greece and Australia are in this semi, and we'll be giving Cyprus points. That is a very valid point that I didn't think you're right. Yeah, 
Yeah, hundred percent. Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say I've been like trying to figure out why Cyprus is so high in the odds to go through, and it's because of Greece and Australia, which makes sense. I feel like other like my definites I would say are like Austria, Armenia, Slovenia, and I think Belgium. I would be pretty shocked if Belgium didn't go through. I have to say, I feel like Blanca maybe was just sick or like they're just going to give her a dance number with like kind of crazy CGI. So she's not really dancing, but like looks like she might be. I'm sorry, Alex. I feel like I won that one. Like Riley's rehearsal footage is still such shit. And Blanca like (laughs) got put through Madonna boot camp to like kind of try to like vaguely be a real singer. Like, she didn't really get there. <laughs> it's, like, not the best dress reveal. They, like, kind of tried. I have to say on this one, I I feel I could still see Lithuania being kind of a shock not go through. Um, I feel like Denmark won't go through. I could definitely still see Georgia or Poland, like, not making it just because it doesn't, like, really stick. I, I don't know. I feel like for some reason, I really feel like Albania could end up going through. Not that I think it's good at all, but I think people just like really randomly like Albania sometimes in the televote and like it's so distinctive. And I feel like sometimes like they just make it through. I still feel like Iceland is catchy and like if it's like fine enough, like I mean, they don't really have much Scandi support there, which isn't going to help them. Um, yeah, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like the Netherlands last year. Where, like, like that kind of performance, where I, it didn't really fall as strong as, like, I thought it would. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I feel like this one just feels way more... Like, I feel like on this one, like, there's, like, four definite qualifiers, and everyone else is, like, I have no fucking clue. Yeah, I think, you know, like you guys said, like, Austria, uh, Australia, Slovenia, and Cyprus are definitely going through... I think Poland will go through, if only because it's our only real, like, diva bop for this, uh, this semi. Um, you're overlooking Gustav, and that feels really <laughs> fucked fair. up. Okay, fair, 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 yeah, fair. He's the true diva bop of this. That, of this okay, <laughs> yep. Absolutely, absolutely true. But otherwise, yes, I do agree with you, and I feel like, yeah. I feel like, people, I feel like Poland's gonna get, like, the pretty girl diva vote yeah uh and then i think the definitely not going through is going to be like romania san marino i think greece just based on that rehearsal clip if they don't clean that up it's not going through even with cyprus's help and it's rough yeah which is annoying and then i think everyone else is kind of uh borderline like denmark is fine armenia She's going to struggle to get out of that slot of death, but I think she's got a good enough package to do it. Estonia's got a good voice, but who knows? Belgium, I think, will make it, but um, yeah, I think especially after Estonia and Romania, Belgium, Belgium will be a bit of like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> so they're probably going to go through Iceland. Like you said, Bart, yeah, I don't think there's enough other support <laughs> here for it. Georgia could be very striking, and I think based on the rehearsal clips, like it looks, it looks good, and it sounds good. And assuming no one understands what she's saying, it can go through. <laughs> I think people will be assuming. Dropped. Assuming. Uh, 
So yeah, I think that leaves Lithuania as kind of like a, a hard maybe for me. But Albania will go through. I think there's just... Uh, people love Albania, and people love that ethnic bit to it. And so... And given that there's not much of that stuff, like there's Moldova in semi one, but nothing else here is like really like uh, culturally like you know like ethnic music. So I think Albania gives us a little bit though. A little, mostly in the language, not really in the music, right? So yeah, I think it'll capture that like folk or folk uh, constituency. Okay. So let's go on to the grand final. Uh, first of all, any thoughts on what we've seen from the six automatic qualifiers who are, of course, France, Germany, Spain, the UK, Italy, and Ukraine? They're like all bringing it this year, I feel. <clears throat> they all brought it. Like, I'm very happy with all six qualifiers. I mean, I'm giving my 12 points to France. And like the rehearsal, not getting, they're not there yet. <laughs> All right, okay, you can cut. Spoiler, that, right? spoiler just, alert. Just cut it. No, um, I thought I thought that like they all did a really good job with the songs that they had, and I'm like really impressed and not offended by any of them. And I feel like normally I'm like, uh, they should go through semifinals because some of this is trash. I don't feel that way this time around. I mean. I think that even if they were in the semis, all of them would, would, would qualify. Yeah. I mean, I think just the big winner has to be France, like based on the very limited like rehearsal stills we've seen. I think that's what I'm most excited to see elevated on the stage. Yeah. And I think that, I don't know, it's one of those songs that's still just like somehow all season, it just like never really resonated with me in the same way that I didn't want to go back and listen to it. But I think that like if the staging does really fulfill it i would say the uk too um i think the uk staging looks really fun and looks like kind of like executing it on a high level um so i was like i was um happily impressed by the two of those um also they played i wrote a song at closing time at the gay club in dc last weekend which just feels like they somehow made it, you know? Like, yes. if they make it there, they can it's make it anywhere. <laughs> it's a sign. Our next global hit. So, yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, all the all the automatic qualifiers brought it. The big five really, I think, more than any year recently have really brought it. Um, but, yeah, France, I think, is definitely at the, at the top of that list. That staging looks incredible. Honestly... I think she might be a dark horse to win. Uh, I know Sweden is kind of the big odds favorite, um, although I would say actually Finland is kind of creeping up there and France is creeping up there in the odds. But my prediction personally is that Finland will sweep the televote, Sweden will sweep the jury, but neither will do well with the other, and France is going to be second or third in both and take the crown. I still feel like anyone betting against Laureen probably like isn't the smartest. Um, but I do just feel like like the I feel like I don't know, I feel like I can't predict her to win because I feel like it's too predictable. I have to go with Finland. Like I just feel like I can't root against them. For me, Finland is one of the other ones that just like again, going back to what I said originally, it was like People said not to stage, change the staging, but, like, they need to really elevate it if they want a chance to win. And based on, like, what we're seeing, like, they elevated it in a way that, like, I, like, is I feel like this is too fandom-y, but I feel like 
Laureen staging from Melfest to Eurovision kind of seemed to get smaller and still just feels like a Melfest entry in a way that like Benjamin and Grosso or other people have in the past and then really fall flat. And then like Finland's got like 10 times bigger, crazier, more fun, like really filling up the stage in a strong way. Um, I'd agree France is a little bit of a dark horse, but I still just don't think, I still am having a little trouble seeing it go over the edge. I don't know. I think my true dark horses that like I don't even love that much, but would just be if like either Norway or Austria like really catch fire somehow in the zeitgeist in a way that like becomes a thing that week. And again, I know we've talked about like TikTokification of Eurovision. I don't want to like really predict that, but like I just feel like either of those are ones that I think could like really could really give Finland a run for the money in the televote. And then potentially, I agree with you that, like, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be someone doing really well on the televote and then, like, doing decent in the juries. And I could see any of those, um, if they really picked up steam and had, like, a really, you know, great spot in the final and, like, really, like, hit a nerve doing well. Yeah, I think that's true. I think a lot of it depends on the running order. Like we know the UK is closing the show, which is good for them. I think that's that's only going to help. Um, but the rest is a mystery, except for Ukraine, who's kind of in the middle there. So um, if we're going on to predictions, um, I mean, I think yeah, France w- is like doing phenomenal. I don't think that that is like to bet against Lorraine or say that I don't like her performance. I just think that the song overall is not as emotive. Like, I feel like the reason why people like the French entry is that it, you know, obviously is like, it is a bop, but it is also like very French, but like inviting, I guess, of like French culture. And she just does a really good job of portraying it. And I think that people are going to really enjoy seeing like, oh, okay, like a show of something that's like a little more like heritage based. Um, I think that it's it's gonna do really well. I I think that Lorene's gonna do really well too, but I, I'm I'm leaning more towards what um what you were saying, Max, in that in that the votes are gonna kinda get split. And I think that there's a big chance that um France w- will do equal and or like better. And then, but then coming in with Finland, that is like completely different. Um, I think that it's like the three of them that are kind of really like splitting that and we'll see how that plays out. Um, I, I, I just don't think Lorene's going to win. I don't know. Like, would I be mad? No. Like I like the song. I do give Sweden points. I don't give them my 12, but I, I, I don't think that this song is as incredible as some of the other entries and it has everything to do with the song not the staging and not the singer just the song itself whereas i think that the song itself plus all other components match better with other artists i think the only reason why i think i'm like not predicting lorraine to win and i think this is like kind of bias but I think the one thing that like doesn't sit as well with me is that I really feel like she would be winning because she's sweeping the jury vote and then multiple other entries are splitting the televote. And something about that just like doesn't feel like 
especially when we went to a full televote, like, semifinal. I felt like we were trying to move away from that, and I feel like that just, like, I, like, I feel like it would be really awkward if, like, those results come in, and then, like, she kind of Jan Lundvik's and, like, barely does well with the televote, and then, like, still wins. Like, it would just be, like, a t- it would be, like... I feel like no one would. I feel like no one would really be satisfied by that. I in feel the like end. That they would definitely go back to the drawing board on like processes if that happened because people would be mm-hmm. like, "What the fuck?" And I just, I mean, that's what I just, I could see like Evidemont, Austria, Norway, Finland, like all just like splitting televote in a way that like doesn't like doesn't let anyone like really sweep it. But like I like the one thing that I could see sweeping it in a way is Finland in a way that like does put it enough ahead that it's allowed to that it like makes it no I mean to to feed off what you what you were just saying and I, I know I haven't spoken about Norway but I'll say like Norway is probably the only one of those songs that's like very traditionally Eurovision um that are kind of like one of the contenders and I I think it's going to do well. I don't think that it's going to get the highest marks and the only reason why is the performance is good. The like the setup is good. Her voice is not as balanced as as it could be at least like what I've seen in the rehearsal and then also some of the like pre-show footage. Like I think she'd have to come out with like a much stronger and confident belt in order to like overpower it. And I, I don't know, like I listen to the song all the time. Don't get me wrong. It's like one of the tracks I run to, but live it, it is very hard to pull off. She does a good job, but does she do a job that's like going to get her enough top points across Europe? I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that whistle note is doing a lot of work and I think I can only benefit. Like if she hits that, which she has oh, hit it every yeah, time, like whistle note, I'm more worried about the lower notes. Yeah. Like, but I think people care less about lower. that. You know, I think that, I think that's especially people watching like from like a, with a party, like you're not going to hear every like nuance in the vocal. So I don't think in the, in the verses, unless she's like super off key, which I don't think is going to happen, that that matters as much as like that big note, you know? But, yeah, but I mean, yeah. she's also, and, and this goes to like a lot of other performers that we've really bet on because like we love their performances. She is also very young. And mm. when she comes out, we'll see if it's like that in the semifinal. That'll say a lot. But especially when she makes it to that final, like, and you're like, oh, holy shit, this is real. Holy shit, this is for all of Europe. Like, <laughs> I can see you're yeah. like you're not a bitch. I don't know. I just I I think I'm being cautious because I've been burned before. But I do really love this song and I love her. I'm just I'm I feel like I'm gonna get burnt again in some way. Fair. My one question to you guys then going a little bit back to that jury televote thing, is there any other song this year that we think is kind of jury bait-ish that could give Lorene like I don't want to say give Lorene a run for her money because Probably not, but can take maybe some of those jury votes away from her. See, my thing on that is that I just feel like at the end of the day, juries are going to want to support who they think are going to win. And mm. I feel like if there starts to be indication from the first in the in that first week that some of the like televote more televotey bait things 
are the the way things are going. And like, I mean, I don't know how like well kept secret things are like within Eurovision voting amongst the juries. But I feel like if people start to get a sense that like the audience isn't responding to Loreen as much as the juries are, I think that they're going to like, in a biased way, like move over towards some of the more fun entries. I mean, I agree with you that I think France is the big one that I think is like also kind of jury bait. I mean, even shit like Italy, like there are like Switzerland, like there are enough other ones that like, I think could like kind of pick some up. I think Loreen is the big one. But I think it is a little bit, like, if people start to feel like there's, like, blood in the water for Loreen, I think they're going to, like, they're going to, like, be, like, oh, how, picking, like, picking, like, what they think should be the, like, what they think would be the winner of Eurovision that they want to represent the contest versus, like, what they think is the best song. I think that that will be, like, an interesting dynamic that we'll see play out this year. That's a really good point, I think. Max, like, what are you saying? Obviously, the Reed's main contender is San Marino. Like, oh my God. <laughs> he can smell her like an animal, and he's coming for her. Blah. Blah. <laughs> um, the other one that I think we'd have to mention, Max, is Spain. Oh yeah, I could, I could see Spain like really like people re- juries really gravitating towards it in a way okay. that I don't think it'll do well with televotes, but in a way that could siphon off support. Okay, yeah, I see that. I think what we said about Spain in the first episode, I think, still applies to Spain in that it either is going to do really, really well, like unexpectedly well, or it's going to flop. So I I honestly have no idea how it's going to go. I'm really excited about it because it looks amazing, and I've always loved that song. But I, I honestly don't know how that's going to go. <laughs> now that you guys mentioned that, though, I think that out of the two, that is also super likely to like take jury votes away from Lorraine. Yeah, I think Just it's going to do better I with the jury than the total vote. Saying sure. with France, right? Is I also feel like Spain is just like a performance piece that is like showing that bit of like you know culture, like oh, like this is who we are. Like it's a little more, it's a little wider than just that kind of commercial feel. Which we're getting a lot of those kind of (laughs) commercial sayings like, oh, I wrote a song, you know, like things that we've heard many times before, but in different variations. I think that because we have a lot of that, that this year is going to be a lot about kind of like maybe like originality and like, okay, what is like different um, that people are bringing to the table that are actually actually showing a little bit of like country heritage or like sol- even European solidarity. Yeah, that's fair. I think, uh, I think what we've always talked about is like the winner is someone who's usually really authentic. Right. Um, especially in the last like 10 years. So I'm just, but I'm wondering if we've seen a shift, you know, because I feel like this year is so like, just if you look at all the entries together is so fundamentally different <laughs> that, I mean, everyone, like most of them, I think, are kind of really bringing their authentic authentic selves or something really wacky and out there that I just, I honestly don't know how it's going to (laughs) go. We'll see what what mood Europe is in. Yeah, uh, I mean, I always feel like it's a little bit of like it ebbs and flows, right? Where like this this year, I mean, granted, yes, the, the Ukrainian entry was really good. But there was also a lot of solidarity in that voting in, in mm-hmm. the in the televote, and I think that because we had that, every time we tend to have that, 
like it now it wants to like balance out to kind of the base of like okay we need something that's like a little bit different like a reason why I don't think that like like Croatia for example are like <laughs> gonna steal it but like no no like we we did that like very serious thing we need something that is authentic but also like a little more just like relieving you know like the Israel entry was like super fun it was like oh it's like what we need it's creative it's authentic we need something that's like fun um so I kind of see like a shift back to something that's more like that and something that is not too full of itself I guess okay okay let us move on to our Star Spangled Jury. So once again, thank you so much for everyone who submitted votes. Um, you know, we counted them all and we have a winner. But before we do that, the three of us are going to go through our top tens. So Alex, let's start with you. Who are your top 10 this year, starting from the bottom? I've had like a particularly difficult time this year. Um, definitely going back and forth a lot, trying to figure out, okay, Alex, like, how do you feel? Like, what's the temperature check? Um, so at number 10, getting one point, um, I'm going to give it to Croatia. For number nine, uh, Greece. Number eight, Sweden. Number seven, Ukraine. Number six, Latvia. Number five, Austria. Number four, Norway. Number three, Czechia, number two, Finland, and my 12 points go to France. France! <laughs> Vive la France. All right, Bart, who are your top 10 Eurovision songs of 2023? Oh, so I think every year I'm always like, how am I going to fill a full 10? And I'm like, I don't know if I have like enough to give points to. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I'm like not giving points to all these songs I really like, um, which is like a nice realization. But I gave one point to Luke Black of Serbia, two points to Switzerland, three points to United Kingdom, four points to Czechia. Although, as mentioned, I feel like they kind of let me down a little bit. So they would be dropped if we were going by live performance. Five points to Netherlands, six to Belgium, seven points to Slovenia, eight points to Austria, ten to Sweden, and my deuce point, of course, go to Finland. Woo! I would say on mine, the ones that just missed out were France, Armenia, Georgia, and Israel. So I feel like we'll have to do a debrief once we see them. So I feel like there's going to be a few on those bottom half that drop out. And like, I feel like France would end up getting points from me. But yeah, very fair. Yeah, I think this is all subject to change once we actually see the, see the performances. But my points go to, so number one point will go to Portugal, two points to the UK, three points to Finland, Four points to Czechia, five points to Ukraine, six points to Slovenia, seven points go to Austria, my eight points go to France, my ten points go to Australia, and my twelve points go to Norway. The Norwegians would be very excited to hear this. 
<laughs> so if we combine those scores and adjust them based on how many televotes we got, this is the final point distribution for our official jury, the three of us, which counts for 50% of the jury score or the, the total score. So Belgium gets 62 points, Ukraine gets 93, Australia gets 103, Slovenia gets 134, Sweden also gets 134, Czechia gets 165, Norway gets 196. In third place with the jury is France with 207 points. In second place is Austria with 217 points. And the winner of our jury this year is Finland, or uh, official between the three of us jury, is Finland with 258 points. Now let us move on to the televote, which is all of you wonderful listeners who sent in your points, plus some of our friends who actually are not huge fans of Eurovision as much as we are, so it should be interesting to see how this turned out to get some normies in on the action. So the total televote uh, points from the bottom. Italy gets 59 points. Belgium gets 70 points. Spain gets 75 points. Slovenia gets 77 points. Czechia gets 83 points. Norway gets 94 points. Sweden, just missing out from the top three, is 110 points. Third place with 144 points is Finland. Second place with our televote with 199 points is Austria. And in first place with 217 points from our televotes is France. Woo! So to sum up, in the, between the three of us, uh, Finland came in first, Austria came in second, and France came in third. With the televote, it was reversed, so Finland came in third, Austria came in second, and France came in first. So overall, if you combine the points, our winner this year is France! Woo! Evidamo. Yeah. Second place is Austria, and then third place is Finland by a lot. So very clear top three. The caveat here is that we are notoriously horrible at predicting the winners of Eurovision. We have not once gotten it correct. So <laughs> RIP to France, I guess. Max, I want to predict we're say we're giving our top like what we prefer. We're not doing yeah. it based on who we think is going to win. Like if you wanted to do that, that would be a whole different poll. Oh, yes. But reflect, you know, let's just say our poll is not reflects. <laughs> it does not reflect has not, in taste. Yeah, it has not previously reflected the will of Europe. Uh, and so perhaps it won't this year, but maybe this year is, is the year we finally get it right. So good luck to France. <laughs> I don't think it's the year of us getting it right. I think it's the year of Europe getting it right and having taste, babe. <laughs> that is the most American centric opinion. <laughs> Listen, y'all are doing your thing wrong. <laughs> I just feel like they could take some input. Everyone at the EBU should be listening to our podcast, and everyone in Europe should be too, so that they vote the way that we do. Girl, don't get us banned from attending Eurovision ever again. <laughs> like, not bad attitudes. <laughs> We're going to lose all of our online friends over this. 
Well, we hope you guys still stick around and thank you guys for listening all season. We still have one more episode for you to debrief the contest after the whole thing happens. So by next week, we will know the winner uh, and we'll give you our takes on what we saw during this big Eurovision week of 2023. But in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Uh, We hope you have an incredible Eurovision week, whether you are watching it from home or if you're partying it up in Liverpool. Have a great time, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. It's been a great season.